the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And uh, those certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tanbella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Uh, both Mark Hoff and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money are off today. Our trivia theme is miscellaneous trivia. Uh, got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh, Patty, take it away. Give us an update on real estate. I know it's going crazy. Oh, it's really, really amazing. And, you know, on this show for probably like nine years now, we've been yeah. talking about a lack of inventory. Yeah. And really, like, let's just say we have 40% less than we did two years ago. And that I'm trying to put it in perspective because it's like the boy that cried wolf, right? Yeah. And so two years ago, we have 40% less. Now, here's an example. Nationwide, typically at this time of year, there are 900,000 homes, properties on the market. Okay. Right now, there are 204,000. Wow. So that's what I mean. Like you can only say so many times it's a lack of inventory, even more than before. Right. What, what do you think? I know that usually after the Super Bowl, uh, that's kind of typical the, the season. But um, well, why do you think it's so drastic? I mean, that's one fourth of the amount. I know. Well, why do you think? Um, yeah. And I mean, it, it's. Like we're taking into account, like after the Super Bowl, like, yeah, more will come on, but for this time of year. Um, and I'm not really sure because a lot of times people will say, hey, I want to build or I want to add on. But housing and labor, I mean, uh, labor and materials are so high, you would yeah. think that they would just stay put. I don't know. I mean, OK, I do kind of know yeah. millennials are finally buying and they're yeah. late to the party. Yeah. And then the baby boomers who are the, you know, the middle are approximately 65 years old. They're getting off their butt and saying, you know, it is finally time to get out of this house. Um, so, and then that trend will continue because it's a demographic. Well, that, that would produce more houses to go on the market. If the baby boomers say it's time to leave. Right. right. But now we have the, um, the millennials, the millennials stepping in, and they're not their first time buyers. And and, okay, so maybe there's there's more demand there than there are the sellers 
Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to take a, a guess at this also. I think there's a lot of uncertainty in the market with regard to interest rates, the economy, and a lot of people, when uncertainty happens, I would think that those sellers are just like pushing back and going, well, you know what, I, I, if I sell, I don't know what my next interest rate is going to be, and I don't yes. know where I'm going to live, and I don't know yeah. how quickly I can find something if I haven't sold something first. And, yes. and so they're, they're just too scared to, to make a move. That's kind of my. You know, I think you're that's... right. And the other part of it is, and my low, low property taxes yeah. ha- are, are going to go up. And unless I buy something for less, and I don't know if that's going to work, my taxes are going to go up. Um, and they've been in that house 30, 40 years. So it's a little crazy, but you're right. It's like, what am I going to buy? And they don't have the stomach for it. But what they should do is get a bridge loan from Pacific private money and just do it in the same way. Yep. Like you, your house went up so much this year. Don't worry about the interest rate. Like give yourself a break. Don't move twice. Don't be homeless. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Now, what about the, the, uh, the income taxes also, you know, cause you can only capital gains tax. Capital yeah. Gains tax. Yeah. You can only push off so much. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. As a married couple, you can only do 500,000. I think you're right. Yeah. And so then we have millennials that are finally playing and there are a lot of first time buyers that are younger and um, there's nothing. Yeah. And it seems like, and again, it used to be, you know, everyone just looked at California as, as the mainstay, but you know, Texas has been doing really well and, and other States where, you know, the house from a hundred thousand is now worth 140,000 and still 140,000 is cheap. But yeah. it's gone up forty percent. You know, I, I'm not saying in one year, but um, yeah, it, it's it's not like the rest of the country is is uh, is backward anymore. You know, especially when people can work remotely. Yeah, and like Tampa, I think was predicted yeah. when they looked at the top markets, like that was going to be the top market. And you're right, Texas was right in there too. And like typically, yeah. and and like Phoenix and Vegas, those are the ones that take the big dive, and those are the ones that don't appreciate much. And they are doing they're gangbusters. Yeah. And then there's the people buying buying second homes too, and you can't find them like Tahoe and you know Carmel Monterey. Like you just can't find anything. Well, interestingly enough, too, it's you know California. You know we lost uh, one or two seats because there was a an ex- more of an exodus than an influx of people. Um, you know, be it due to you know too too much liberalism in California with crime and schools and and all that. And uh, interestingly enough, though, I think. It seems it would be very interesting to see what, what happens with the gubernatorial election because uh, and we're recording the show on Thursday, but last night uh, their overwhelming response to remove three very liberal school board uh, yeah. member, members, I guess you call them, you know, trustees, whatever you call them, um, in San Francisco. I, I think yeah. finally the families woke up and said, you know what, enough of this. We don't want spending hundreds of hours of time trying to figure out what to rename Abraham Lincoln school or Lincoln school, you know, because guess what? You know what? Lincoln wasn't a bad guy. And yeah, I know. And, you know, let's put the kids back in school, you know, without the masks yeah. and all that. And uh, so I think it's just very interesting to, uh, to see that maybe California, I mean, I'm very hopeful, uh, you know, optimistic that it's going to turn the tide and we can get a little bit more on the conservative side. Uh, take yeah, I agree with you. Okay, it's just too much. I mean, because you've got is, yeah, too, too much is too much. Grab. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'll get into a couple of other uh, uh, financial things here when we get into the next uh, topic about taxes, which I thought would be kind of interesting. But so we're going to go to our first trivia question here. Uh, let's see here. Independence Hall, name, uh, excuse me, home to the Liberty Bell, is located in which U.S. state? All right. Call 888 912 1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. And, uh, so again, that's our trivia question. Independence Hall, which is home to the Liberty Bell, is located in which state? All right. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown and Patty Cohen. Both Mark Honf and Nam Fawn are off today. One more time. Independence Hall, home to the Liberty Bell, is located in which U.S. state? 888-912-1190. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Our first trivia question, Independence Hall, home to the Liberty Bell, is located in which U.S. state? Is it Pennsylvania? It is Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Very good. All right. I want to make a quick mention here for PolioSF. .com, which is the Polio restaurant in San Francisco, and it's voted best uh, restaurant in San Francisco by the San Francisco locals. So you got to figure that that's got to be a good restaurant if the locals are saying it's the best. And I've been there before and they have excellent food. Uh, they're right down in the financial district. Check them out at polyosf.com. All right. Uh, I want to, so I wanted to make a mention here about taxes. Um, yes. So a couple of things here. One, uh, according to news sources, Americans have amassed too much in retirement. And so the government's going to be looking for ways to tax it or uh, what they call it, seize it, right? Yes. And um, it's so funny because, they, they, you know, it's like, come on, we got to get people to save. So they create IRAs, 401ks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and they try to they give you an incentive. Well, they give you an incentive, and then suddenly they look and go, there's too much money in there, and, and people aren't paying enough taxes. So now they're trying yeah. to figure out a way to tax it, right? Well, you know, they do have what they call RMD, Retired Minimum Distribution. Uh, and it was like when you're 70 and a half, they pushed it off for a while, I think maybe to 72. And at some point, you know, it's you, you have to start taking money from your IRA or 401k or else you're going to get taxed 50%. It's a big penalty. So one of the things I think that, the, that Congress will do is lower that to age, let's say, 65, right? Think about wow. it. If they lower it to 65, and again, that, that I haven't seen this yet, and I, I, I'm hoping that nobody from Congress is listening to the show, but I kind of have a feeling that some eggheads are going to go looking going, hmm, where can we get money from the public? Ah, let's make the RMD a younger age. Then you're forcing them to take money out and they'll have to pay taxes. The other thing wow. is, uh, you know, everybody, all, you know, a lot of people are in love with Roth IRAs, which effectively yes. you, you, so you pay your taxes ahead of time. You stick money in a Roth if you qualify or if you're allowed to, and then it grows tax-free. And when you pull out the money, it's tax-free, right? So I'd be hard pressed to think that the, that the, you know, Congress would suddenly go, well, you know how we told you it was tax-free? Well, now it's not. 
I, I, that one, that, there might be a little bit too much of a revolution on that. So what, Wait, what, oh, you mean to to actually like change the term? Yeah, the change, yeah I, I, I think anyway. that they'd have a hard time just saying, you know, sticking their nose, your finger in their nose and going, yeah, 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 we told you this, but now we're, we're, we're changing it. But here's one way they can get around it. Yeah. They can yeah. say, oh, of course your, your Roth is tax free, but you're going to have to tell us how much is in your Roth and how much income you earned off of it. And even though it's tax free, you report it. And what effectively that does is every other income that you might have will get taxed at a higher level. So they do that right now with certain tax-free municipal bonds. They're called AMT bonds. So if you're in the alternative minimum tax, sure, you may have some tax-free municipal bonds, but if you're in the AMT situation, alternative minimum tax, you're end up paying more taxes. Wow. So it's kind of a way that, and again, this hasn't passed yet, that hasn't even been put on the table yet. I'm just predicting that if the IRS basically wants more money, this is a way to get around it. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's no way, because with a Roth, you pay the taxes up front in the the year that you put it away. So you can't just say, well, we're going to tax you again. That will not. Look at Social Security, right? That for years, they said, oh, you can't tax Social Security. You know, it's supposed to be tax-free. Well, what they did was they just said, well, okay, we'll only tax 50%. And then it's, okay, well, we'll only tax 85%. And then it's, well... If, if and then you can't pay any more tax than 85%, but you can pay a lot more other taxes because that income can push your bracket up. Uh-huh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's all squirrely ways uh, these rascals. And also one, one last thing about this, and I'll just take, take over. Um, so if you're one of 25 million workers who had collected unemployment in 2021, you'll owe income taxes on all those benefits this tax season, unlike last year. So there are a lot of people who have gotten, you know, quote, tax-free unemployment. And it looks like for 2021, eh, not so tax-free anymore. Oh. Yeah, kind of nice. Okay, go ahead, Patty. Yeah, no, you got some well, questions. I mean, that's that's a lot of money that hemorrhaged out. And yeah. I could see them yeah. wanting to tax that. That would kind of make sense a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that part I'm not really, like, I don't look at that as a big communist plot. No, yeah, that, that one, that one, I think is fair, actually, that they do that. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Um, yeah, I mean, so if we talk about what's going on in the real estate residential market, people are kind of all over the place. And I'll start with a very, mac, you know, I'll, I'll end with a macro story, but I'll give you a little quick micro story. Right. Like, for example, I brought on a listing last week in Marin County in San Anselmo, million five ninety nine, and I thought, you know, I wasn't sure should I put it at one four nine nine or one five nine nine. Well, within the first day of putting it on, um, a couple agents called me and said, you know, it, is this going to go over two million? Because my my people cannot do that, and I was like, no, it's not. It definitely isn't. I know the market; it will not. How many square well, feet? What's that? How many square feet? Um, Seventeen hundred. Uh, yeah, I was going to say sixteen, seventeen hundred. Okay. Oh yeah, it's it's not two million. There's no way. So we set an offer date and didn't get any offers. Now I fully that was last Friday. Okay. I fully expect that um, we're going to get one this week. So people are a little bit conditioned for like price low. It's going to go up, and some are conditioned that way, and some aren't. So there's a lot of buyer fatigue, like really buyer fatigue. That's the prime example of it. 
And and now I've got, you know, another one I just brought on and people are like, oh, I don't know my clients. I don't know if they want to participate because they're so sick of it. You know, yeah. they're sick of competing in the multiple offers. So there's a lot of like dancing I have to do that like discourage, but like encourage. So that's, yeah. But here's an example of how really nobody knows what's going on. And this involves Zillow and it's out of Forbes, okay. right? All right. Hey, hey, Patty, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just looked at the clock. Save that story, okay? Yes, yes. Make sure you remember okay. when to come back. Okay. Good. Here's our next trivia question, uh, commercial. What chemical makes plants green? What's the chemical that makes plants green? All right? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Again, here's the question. What chemical makes plants green. All right, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Listening to the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Patty Toe on our second trivia question. What chemical makes plants green? I don't know. Chlorophyll. Oh, I'm not that. Yeah. <laughs> that was too easy. But hard. That. Okay. Uh, Patty, you're talking, you're mentioning something about Zillow. Well, yeah. Okay. So people really don't know what's going on. You know, first of all, we're way overdue for some co- sort of correction. Yeah. If, if, I don't even know if you can call it that. Um, so Zillow, now this is the same Zillow that got in the game of being buying and selling houses last year, and they lost money in a rising market by overpaying yeah. and they just lost money. They had they hemorrhaged. Now, this is the same Zillow that has more data than arguably anyone. Yeah. They really That's do. Crazy. So here's here's what Zillow is now saying okay. that home prices in 2022 will spike. This is nationwide, spike 22%. Now, this is here's the joke here though, because back in December. Like that was so long ago, they said it was going to decelerate eleven percent. Okay, oh, you mean decline actually? Decline eleven percent. So in, what, in, price, in price or the in price? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. And so back in Zillow forecast that the twelve month rate of home growth would decelerate decelerate to to eleven percent by the end of the year. I'm not even sure. Oh, oh then, okay. It's not going to decline. It's no, a, not decline. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. But still, like, they're so off. And yeah. so then in January, way back in January, like really a month not. ago, yes. they revised their figures saying that the it would finish up at 16.4%. On Wednesday, it again shifted upwards, and it now expects that home growth to peak at 21.6% in May and to close the year out at 17%. Okay, in- so, so they increased it 5% from December to January and increased another 5% yes. 
from January to February. Yeah. No. So here it is. Simply put, no. instead of decelerating, Zillow sees the, the 2022 spring housing market getting even hotter. What is the one word that the one word is inventory, which is how I started out saying right. that, you know, typically right now in, in February nationwide, there's 900,000 homes for sale right now. There's 204. Right. So again, that is why I think the biggest thing that happened is people kept thinking, okay, more houses are going to come on. They're going to come on and they're not. Yeah. And I mean, you, I don't even understand why they would think that, that you would compare it to last year or the year before, because there was very little seasonality in the last two years because of the pandemic. Yeah. But I mean, that just shows you like you could have all the data in the world, but if you don't have a brain like the Wizard of Oz, it's not gonna work. <laughs> well, <laughs> so here's, I, the here's the interesting thing is, you know, especially in California with all the regulations of, of how to build uh, the codes, the permit fees, the nimbyism, you know, the, all the regulations and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and then you combine that with the costs of materials and the yeah. supply chain and the wages that labor and the, and the shortage. I mean, I, if I'm a home builder, I don't know how I could build a home. Yes. You know, I mean, you have to price it really, really high. And, and so that, you know, is going to cause the other houses to, to go up in value too. Exactly. And part of also, I should say, is that a lot of home builders are out of the game because when it comes time for them to buy that lot or buy that home that they're going to tear down, they're competing with the highly emotional buyers that are that don't care and they're going to overbid it and treat that property as if it was just a regular home i mean you know like a total 1600,000 1600 square foot fixer upper yeah. might go for you know 2 or 2 million 2.2 or something but are so, the millennials though don't they kind of want uh plug and play so to speak they they don't they're not wanting to spend all that time building and uh you know getting getting involved with all the creativity that goes into building a house wait i don't know why i have i should turn up my sound or something because yeah. i can okay here's my point is that it seemed like to, to me that a lot of the millennials, they just wanted a home that didn't need a fixing up. They just wanted right. to plug and play, so to speak. That's what they want. Okay. So how many of those are uh, millennials are okay about buying a lot and building from scratch? They're not going to buy a lot, but yeah. if they buy like grandma's house at yeah. 1600 square feet that hasn't really been updated, but it's got good bones and it's a ranch and it has a nice yard in a next door to like a $4 million house that has been redone, they'll buy that. And it's not really their preference, but they'll do it, you know, and that's why, and they'll pay for it. And they'll, they're paying top dollar because that's what you have to do so that while there is buyer fatigue people are still doing it gotcha yeah. so the, and then they will remodel the house so they'll remodel uh, yeah. okay. so they they really prefer the plug and play but if there's not that many around then they'll go yeah. they'll have to yeah like again supply demand what what's available yeah gotcha and the builders can't really afford to do it because no. they have to they're going to make it real pretty for somebody and they pay top dollar to get it yeah, they got to throw some kind of a profit in there. Um, hey, before we go to another break, I wanted to mention one other thing here. Uh, office attendance 
uh, financial giants like JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs and Bank of America uh, have risen in recent weeks. So apparently, I guess a lot of these big companies are saying, hey, guys, come back to work. You know, pandemic is close to being over. So I wonder what that's going to do for, you know, the people working from home. uh, How many hours are people going to work nowadays? Because they've kind of gotten used to working at home and probably in one case, not putting in their 40 hours a week. In other cases, you know, maybe they're putting in a little bit more. Uh, What's that going to do to office space? Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, right now it's a little bit challenging, but do you think it's going to come back because employers are going to start making employees come back to work? Yeah. Well, I mean, the same thing too. It's not as pain. Let's say you have to go half time, so the commute is not as painful. I mean, what who's going to really get hurt is the office. You know, it already is a mess. Office space and retail space. If you're in commercial, but if you are a worker, a lot of them are just going. You know, no, I really think I'm going to try. I'm going to get another job. People are like leaving the workforce, so the uh, employers have to adjust, and they'll say, okay, you can work from home, or I want you to be in half time or a third of the time. So then your commute is not as bad. Yeah. Hey, tell you what, we're going to cut to our last commercial uh, trivia question. What color is the smoke announcing the election of? a new Pope. 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Stay with us. The best of investing will be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Uh, Next week, probably Mark and Nam will be with us. Okay, third trivia question. What color is the smoke announcing the election of a new pope? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so what, what color is smoke usually? Gray. Gray or black, right? So when uh, when when finally they announce a new pope, the uh, and I don't know how they do this is a special kind of smoke. It's white. Oh, so when, so when the, the from the Vatican, if you see white smoke coming up from the top, they they're like, "Yay, we got a new pope!" Wow, that's <laughs> so nice. The right. purity of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Uh, Patty, you had some stats for us. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm all. I like to really give people like current information. And I sometimes will go back and like, oh, last to get a good snapshot. Let's look at the last 60 or 90 days and see how things are moving. But right now, it's not a good, you can't really do that because the winter buyers get some deals. So I just looked at at like a quick little 10-day closings, what happened. And I just took Marin County. So it's very specific. If I did like the last 60 days, we'll get the, which would be a mess. So we had, it's okay, on average, the properties went 6.3% over asking. Okay. Now, what's interesting about that is that there were a handful that went like 30 and 30% over. Yeah. And there were a handful that went 94, 97%, like three, three or 4% under. So that's interesting. And then there was a group that just went right in the middle. But still, that's interesting. Now, also, 11 days on market. 
Okay, that sounds fast, but that includes the contingency period. Wow. So what people are been, have been doing, and an attorneys used to say, no matter what, don't ever do that. And now everyone's really doing it. They're coming in with zero contingencies, wow. right? So as a listing agent, we get the... We, we get all the inspections up front. We get the seller disclosures and the city inspection, the sewer inspection, roof inspection. We get them all up front so that the buyers really don't have liability. Yeah. Um, and then as far as financing, they either come in with cash because they have the cash or they've been to Pacific private money to get a bridge loan uh -huh. or they're just getting regular financing, but they are taking the risk that they're going to get that loan. And it is risky because you lose your job, um, something blows up and that, you know, the stock market goes down and that a million dollars that you were coming in as a down payment is now worth five. Who knows what? Who knows what? A lot of things can happen. Sure. So they come in with zero contingencies. So that so for an average of 11 days on market, that's pretty much zero contingencies. So that will tell you. Right. Um, so I just thought that was interesting for people to know because a lot of times I, people call and say, you know, I'm going to buy something, but I have to sell my house first. Do you think that seller will take a contingent sale on my house? No, no. <laughs> not in a good market and not in a bad market. Right. No. Yeah. 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 So that's the kind of stuff. And then I also have people saying, you know, I'm going to come in much lower than asking because I have all cash and that's worth something. No. It is alert a little bit, but a lot of times if they're just going for price and there's no contingencies and it doesn't matter if you have cash or not, not to mention a lot of people have cash because they've gotten that bridge loan of Pacific private money or they have cash. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that really the, with the cash, with the cash uh, is you can close very, very quickly. You know, yeah. You know, with Pacific private money, with the bridge loan product that they have, because they'll, they'll still also close very, very quickly. Yeah. So you're at the top of the, highest diving board ever and you just hold your nose and jump <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it you know i kind of feel for for buyers because you know with the buyer's fatigue and then just you know uh, you can't just make a, an offer on just any old house just to get a house i mean because you realize you're going to live there and so you really want to get a house that you want to live in exactly yeah. exactly it's so emotional i mean this forbes the, he the headline of this Forbes article that I talked about on Zillow says the 2002 spring housing market will absolutely crush buyers. I mean, it's like, and, and so you've got to keep as a seller, just keep on going, get out there, you know, and as a buyer, get in the game because it's going to, you know, is it, a, it is, yes, it's a seller's market, but two years from now, it's you bought at a buyer's market because your house is worth a lot more. So it's a good time to buy and it's a good time to sell. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder, are, do, you, do you think there are many sellers who, unless they're under the gun to sell, are saying, well, I'm just going to wait because the more I, the more time it takes, the longer it takes, the, uh, the higher the price of my uh, house is going to sell for. Yeah, there is that, which is why, you know, way back in December, Zillow made that ridiculous prediction because people don't know what to think. So yeah. some of them like, you, you know, you're at your kitchen table and you're just kind of going, yeah, I think it's the peak or yeah, I think we got four more years. But so they don't really know. The house that you want to buy theoretically is also going up in price. Exactly. So exactly. You can, yeah, you can't just jump on the, uh, oh, I'll just wait for my house. Because every other house is going to stay the same. Only my house is going to go up in value. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I like to educate people about what's really going on. Everybody thinks they're they're unique, but it's everybody's playing the same game. Yeah. Now, Patty, we uh, we haven't given out your information yet because you're quite the wealth of knowledge. Uh, would you let people know how to get a hold of you? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm Patty Cohn, and I am with Compass in Marin County. Been in the business 34 years, and my email is patty p a t t i dot cone c o h n at compass dot com, and my phone number is four one five seven two two forty eight forty two. Yeah. And, and- uh, let's say in the Bay Area, how how big is Compass now? You know, because I know they swallowed yeah. up some some companies. Yeah, dominates. First of all, Compass is number one in the country. Wow, and it has the largest market share by far in the Bay Area, and in most markets. So I would think that if um, sellers are out there looking for an agent, uh, that would be an extra benefit because of the networking within Compass's company. Right. Oh, yeah. The network is amazing. There's a lot of trust between agents. So we make deals together. And of course, you still need to get you just really want to get an, an agent that's been around a long time and knows how to sell houses. But um, but yeah, it really does matter what company you're with. It does matter. And the technology on how we can market properties. It really is different and it's better. Very, yeah. very good point. Again, uh, give give out your information one more time. Yeah, I'm Patty Cohn, uh, 415-722-4842, and it's patty, P-A-T-T-I, dot Cohn, C-O-H-N, at compass.com. And i got to say that Patty is probably the number one agent that we know of in Marin, which is not a small market. You know, do you think about it? Uh, I think, or, or, isn't Marin County like either the number one or number two county for per capita uh, per per price per house or per income? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're up there. I've got some great statistics on that. But like, we're we're definitely used to be number one. But we're like, you know, there's three or four counties that are about the same. Um, but yeah, and you know, I have to brag for a minute because every year I do my statistics in January, and for 2021, I sold 14 times more properties than the average agent in the county. Wow. I sold them 40% faster. Wow. And for 13% more. That's incredible. All right. Patty, stay with us. Uh, Audience, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be coming right back with some closing comments and our thoughts for the day, which you're going to love. There's some great thoughts for the day. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen. No uh, trivia question this time, but uh, I wanted to let people know the uh, Pacific Private Money Fund, they they have a family of funds, uh, four of them uh, to be exact. And the latest one that they're trying to raise money for is called the North Star Capital Fund, which is a construction loan fund. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing how the returns just came out and they've been hitting 10%, which is quite amazing, you know? It is amazing. 
yeah, there's uh, still a, a big demand for, you know, we're talking about real estate. Uh, there's still a big demand for, you know, uh, you know, rehabbing property and uh, constructing from the ground up, you know, for all the fires that happened. I think I heard a statistic that only like half the houses that were burnt down in 2017 had been rebuilt. Really? Yeah, there's still a lot. I, I don't, I can't, uh, you know, don't, don't uh, quote me on that, but I believe yeah. that was the case. Um, wow. You know, to, it takes a lot to go through the procedure um, you know, go through the permit process. And even some of these counties, specifically Sonoma County, was uh, giving a, um, a fast pass, so to speak, you know, especially oh, that's good. on the same lot without any real changes to it. It was a lot easier to just go ahead and, and, and slide it through. Um, yeah. So there's still a big demand. And, uh, and so that's that North Star Capital. Uh, now, the minimum investment's 100000 and it pays quarterly. And you do have to hold on to it for a year. Otherwise, there is an early withdrawal penalty. Um, and you do have to be an accredited investor. So you have to be have a net worth uh, exclusive of your home of at least $100,000. Uh, or if you're single, you make $200,000 a year. If you're married, $300,000 a year. Uh, but for those people who are looking to get a, a nice, powerful rate of return, uh, that uh, North Star Capital is definitely something to, to look at because that's a 10% return. They're most really hard to get that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, their most conservative return is the uh, Pacific Freedom Fund, which pays just a flat 6% rate of return. And that one, uh, there's no fee to get in, no fee to get out. Uh, that one does not have a one-year hold, um, and it pays monthly. Uh, but you do have to have a $250,000 minimum investment, and you still have to be an accredited investor. So for mm-hmm. more information on those funds, uh, we, they have two other funds to look at. Uh, go ahead and email uh, investor.relations at pacificprivatemoney.com. That's investor.relations at pacificprivatemoney.com. And then, as you mentioned, Patty, for those people who want to buy a house who haven't sold their other house yet, uh, Pacific Private Money does bridge loans, and they can do it very, very quickly. So that's a, a very good way to be competitive in this market is to make what looks like an all-cash offer by using a bridge loan, mm-hmm. buy your house, wait to buy your next house, and then you have time don't to sell your other house, and you don't have to move twice. So it actually can make financial sense. All right? That's great. Uh, also, I want to make a mention here for catchsomerelief.com. So uh, originally, this was set up for fishermen, and uh, it's basically it's it's uh, to make it simple it's pain medication, but it's oh, it's really no yeah you don't need a prescription and it's uh, it's not CBD oil but it's a topical type of cream and oh. uh, I've actually used it myself uh, it doesn't get you high or anything like that you know uh, and it works it's almost like Bengay call it right I got you know, it we all know Bengay so uh, that's called catchsomerelief.com. Okay, are you ready for our thoughts for the day? Yes. <laughs> okay. Why do wood carvings take so long? And I'll have to say this in my Elmer Fudd voice. <laughs> because they have to be done whittle by whittle. <laughs> well, like that? I, I thought you like that. And to the thief who took my antidepressants, antidepressants I hope you're happy. <laughs> I thought they liked that one too. All right, tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. 
Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. Love it. Yes. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on 860 AM. The Answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.